If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of The Boop Show is brought to you by fans like you. Go to patreon.com slash frogpants and support the shows you love now. This is The Boop Show, episode 183 for Monday, August 6th. 2018. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, show. It's nice to be here. It's the Boob Show. Hi. Oh, hi, Scott. Brian, I liked your slow dance with the coffee. It was pretty good. Well, that was my bonic man. Oh. You couldn't hear me, but I was going. Eh. Oh, is that the sound you made? <laughs> right. Well, no, nothing like that. But that's the best. That's the best. I don't think it was. I think it was. Or no. Like that. Oh, he froze up. Damn it. He should have changed his connection. I should have demanded it before the show. He asked me, he says, Scott, how's my connection? How do I send? I said, that's not bad. He goes, okay, because I can switch it to my other connection. I said, nah, you're fine. You're okay, but look at him. Just looking there staring at me. All right, I'm going to pause this. Well, all right, you're back then. Hi, welcome back. Uh, hey, uh, uh, it's, let's do it. It's the Boop Show. It's Brian Dunaway. It's me, Scott Johnson. We're having a show, and uh, we're excited to be here. It's uh, Monday. It's one of the things I look forward to the most on Monday afternoons. I don't know about you, Brian. You probably have other things you'd rather be doing, but this is my favorite thing to be doing at 2.30. More than this? No way, man. This mm. is it. Okay, This good. is the pinnacle of uh, afternoon, 5 o'clock Eastern time, other than, you know, I mean, some people like to go out and have a beer with their coworkers after work. I like to come home and, yeah. you know, cuddle my good buddy Scott and, you know, talk about video games. Plus, you're not really a drinking type, are you? Not really. And not as far as you know. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe for all I know at night, you're just, you know, in a corner. I'm a, and- I'm a, I'm a, I am a occasional social drinker, but no, I'm not. Yeah. I have to really, I have a lot of responsibilities, Scott. And yep. to be able to really appreciate a good drink, I have to uh, be free, like a vacation mode. I understand. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same. I need to, I, I got to have all my senses. Uh, look, I take, uh, I take a, 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 what do you call a Benadryl and I'm out for two days. So I know I have to be careful on what I do. <laughs> I take Benadryl for fun. I may it. have a problem. You're taking it right now. I'm taking it right now. Fantastic. I've got one under my tongue, just melting away. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, so what we do on the show is we come on here and we talk about the games we're playing. We are not yet another of a thousand podcasts out there that are covering the latest and the most breaking necessarily. It's not really what we do, although occasionally they'll sneak in. Really what we're all about is the joy of gaming. Okay, that's what we're about. So saddle on up, grab a chair, and set a spell as we... I like that you've painted. I like that you've painted us as the like Bob Ross of video games. Yeah, let's talk real soft. You just take your paint. Yeah, I like uh, that idea. Fluffy trees and the and the uh, fluffy trees. No, fluffy clouds. Right. And the uh, pointy trees and uh, a little happy orc over here. Just a little happy happy orc orc just sitting there doing what happy orcs do. 
I mean, yeah. he's the he's the original uh, ASMR guy, isn't he? He's the first dude to ever do it, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. He didn't know what? it. He what? didn't know he was doing it, but he was doing it. Oh, he was totally doing it. Hey, so uh, yeah, did you watch Bob Ross back in the day? Like yeah. legit? Yeah, watch I did. him. I mean. I remember him being on the educational channels and, you know, it's like, okay, all the cartoons are off. Who's this guy? Sure. I'll watch Bob Ross. For yeah. Five minutes. That's kind of when I would see it. And I would see, and sometimes yeah. I'd watch a painting from start to finish and go, Oh, that's cool. Change yeah. the channel and try to find GI Joe, you know, cause it wasn't really doing it for me in that way. I know there are some people that was just like comfort food to listen to him. Um, I got kind of that vibe when I was, I was a lot younger, but when Mr. Rogers was on, I'd get kind of that from him. Right. Uh, but I, you know, I found I, I found the Bob Ross soundtrack, meaning him just mumbling and painting. I found that real sleep inducing. So yeah, yeah. about 10 minutes of that and I'm <laughs> sacked out on the couch. But the actual, you I, know, what he was doing seemed cool to me. Oh, yeah. He was he was totally hip and cool. And uh, no, he wasn't. He was totally uh, the opposite <laughs> of that. But he was he was totally enjoyable. Uh, did you know that he was there is a fallout for uh bob ross thing going on there Did no you see that no what the joy of pain and fallout 4 no i don't know i'm just i'm looking at some uh bob ross gaming stuff crossover and there's like this weird oh, it's dude. Probably a mod or something right or something yeah public public uh, let's see public tv painter bob ross appears in online video game mm. yeah. sounds like somebody in the mainstream media wrote that headline yeah, they they did. Uh, is now starting in an animated form in an online video game. So it's just animated. So it's not the actual him. And I would read the rest of the article, but uh, current.org has decided that want to read more of this story? How about log in? And I'm like, no, not really. No, Click, close. Forget it. Let's talk about video games. Let's do it. I'm going to tell you what I've been playing this week. So I was planning on talking to you about XCOM 2 and the expansion, right. which all uh, has been out. It's not nothing new. Uh, expansion came out late fall last year. So it's been, well, mm -hmm. is that right? Something like that. And um, it's highly regarded, highly thought of. But if you were going to invest yourself in said uh, combination of games, you were going to pay upwards to $121 or so because they're all free, you know, full-priced games, as they should be. It's good quality stuff from uh, from Take-Two and uh, freaking uh, whoever makes it, Firaxis, all them. Yep. So, you know, all power to them. But I had never really bitten because I thought, uh, I don't know. Did I get my fill with with XCOM One? Did I play enough XCOM One to 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 feel satiated for my need for turn based uh, alien shootery? And uh, the answer was I never really knew, and I just didn't know if it was the price. So I put it off, put it off, put it off. Finally, this thing, uh, and it's not the first time, but it's gone on sale a couple of times. But it hit a major sales milestone last uh, week, uh, where it went on deep, deep cut sale for about sixty seven percent off for the bundle for the full game. And that includes all the DLC plus the expansion and the original game. So for wow. what is normally a hundred and whatever dollars, I got it for forty nine. Uh, wow, that's not bad. Did you did you pick it up? Uh, it was it was on uh, PlayStation Plus uh, as one of the free games. This part two uh, and some of the DLCs back in March, I think it was. Did not grab that one. No. Oh no, it wasn't. Are you sure? Because I don't think two is even on console. I thought only one was on console. Isn't no, that true? I've been playing XCOM 2 on the uh, on the PlayStation. What have I been playing then? Because I was playing me some XCOM 2. Sure, it wasn't Maybe XCOM it was 1. Maybe it was Humble Bundle. I'm not sure now. Now that you say this, I don't actually know. I thought one of the controversies with the game was that the original game, which showed up everywhere, actually, was on iPads and all sorts of stuff. Enemy Within or whatever it was called. The first one. Or the first, right. the first reboot of the game in 2013 or whatever it was. 
And then uh, this one, I thought the big one of the things was, hey, how come no other platforms but PC? And PC players were like, yeah, because we're the master race. F you. And there was this seemed like there was something like that going on. But maybe there was a release later. Maybe no, the no, chat room it was, it was in uh, June. Yeah, it was in uh, sort of June, uh, back in June. It was the uh, that and uh, Trial Fusion. So it and was. It. So it is on it. consoles. It awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know why I had that in my head, but it wasn't. All right. Well, I missed I that. I missed I the PlayStation Plus free for whatever deal uh, when it happened, which is a bummer because, again, it's totally my kind of game. I love turn-based stuff. I love the, what these games bring. I like the variation and difficulty. You can sort of mess around and find your happy spot. I love that some people can have a totally <laughs> hardcore experience, and at the same time, I can have a much easier, lots of saves state sort of game experience. And I like the right. cheesy, over-the-top alien sci-fi stuff and all that so i was gonna talk about my experience with it so far but i only played about 10 minutes which is roughly enough time to rip through the early tutorial business and not get very far and you might say scott why is that why in the world what's the deal there well it's because somebody gave me two things happened i'll get to the second one in a bit but part of this was a developer gave me a code Ooh, um, I like it when developers give me codes. Yeah, I do too. This was given to me. Uh, well, I'd given, I'd requested the code a while ago uh, through normal channels, and it didn't come right away. So I thought, well, maybe they're not going to send me one. And then suddenly this code shows up, and I thought, well, all right, I'm going to hop in and give Wreckfest a look. Brian, have you heard of Wreckfest? Wreckfest. Yeah. No, is that a wreck like a rickety rickety wreck, y'all, or is that like a like a car wreck? Well, whoop, not hear that. Sounds like a car. Does that sound like cars to you? Because that's exactly what it is. Wreckfest is a car game. In fact, its original title, uh, only on PC as far as I know, but then again, I was wrong about XCOM, so I may be wrong about this. Uh, Maybe something's changed in the intervening months. But uh, it was originally put out uh, uh, as an early access title on Steam, and it was called uh, The Next Car Game or Next Car Game. Oh, wait a minute. I know what this is. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, that yes. was a thing, and it was a little bit weird at the time because we all thought, what, next car game? That's weird. And it's from a dev team who's made other stuff. I couldn't tell you what at the moment, but uh, they had some, you know, people recognize them as uh, as good, important in the genre or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Wreckfest There's is no basic. Code masters, no, right? No, well, maybe they remind me a lot of Codemasters. So, so right. no, they're not Codemasters. Or maybe some of them are, I don't know. But their game feels a lot like the Dirt games, at least the racing part of it. Uh, and I love that kind of stuff. I My favorite racing games are two kinds of racing games. One, where uh, the road is one of my opponents, <laughs> or even oh. my main opponent. So I love rally racing and rally cars and stuff, because I like yeah. a hard road to get through and learning how to turn into those things and stay out of the mud and watch for the thing and all that. I don't like just streets is what I'm getting at. So I'm not right. really a Forza guy, not really a Gran Turismo guy, but I do like some dirt racing. So that's number one. And number two, I like crashing things real hard, making pieces of cars fly everywhere. And uh, boy, have I got good news for you, because that's primarily what Wreckfest is. Wreckfest is all about uh, unlocking and collecting just shitty cars that look just like real real world versions of the cars they're trying to be, but they're not. They're not licensed. Uh, but they're all painted, all crappy. You do... Uh, wreck or what's the word not wreck you do what uh, this reminds me of something what is it there used to be a game that was that was basically this 
Well, do you remember uh, the? Do you remember on the PlayStation One? It was like a launch title or close to it, and it was called Der- wait, was something it, Derby. Was it flat out? No, something just uh, just Destruction Derby. I don't no, remember. Destruction Derby. But there was a game. I was thinking of flat out. That's what I was. thinking. Oh, you're about. thinking of flat out. Flat out. I mean, flat out's got its moments. Certainly, Burnout has some has some connection here as far as car destruction goes. But Burnout right. was mostly street racing, and and is great in its own. Street I love racing. Burnout. Burnout's great. Um, this is just j- shitty jalopy garbage cars uh, <laughs> trying to win races and destroy each other on the, along the way. Some of the races are like elimination modes where you're trying to kill. You know the other drivers, and not kill them, make them wreck. Oh no, uh, you're trying to kill them. That's what you're doing. You make them wreck before you do. Um, and there's all these bunch of modes like that. Then there's a mode that's like full on destruction derby mode, which is a little bit more like what you'd expect from a destruction derby, where you all face off across a a massive field or a pit or whatever, and you and you run a race around trying to crash into each other without ruining or blowing your car up. Blow them up first, get takedowns. That earns you points. Oh, that uh, sounds cool. And then when you're done, you may be the last car standing or close to it or whatever. Uh, in fact, their title or their, um, their uh, what do you call it? Their their uh, uh, tagline yeah. is wreck, let's see, wreck first, die last, live hard, fa- live fast, die last, I think is it. Uh, anyway. Drive, drive. What was it? Drive hard. Go to cheat. Go to church. Go to church. Go to church. But anyway, here's here's the uh, and I'm showing the chat room some visuals here. They're very nice. It looks real good. Uh, runs at 60 frames per uh, second on my uh, 4K display. It looks fa- fabulous. Uh, no issues there. Everything's got physics. So if I run into the tire barriers on the side of the road, thunk, 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 they go flying everywhere and they stay on the road and they're they're kind of a hazard the entire race. If a guy falls apart in the middle of the thing and his car's just smoking in the middle of the road, it stays there. There's nobody moving it out of the way. So the nice. next next lap through on the race modes, you're like, ah, oh, I gotta avoid that freaking, you know, that guy's old Bronco or whatever. And um, it's great. It's uh, very satisfying. I like it a lot, like a whole lot. And, I'm and that's wreckfest, right? Wreckfest, one word. Like wreck with fest. a like a W W R E C K fest. Yes, uh, that's exactly right. And it's uh, it really is something else. Like it feels so. It feels like it's scratching the driving itches that I get specifically, which what usually have nothing to do with like accurate cars or oh, who cares uh, about any that? of that stuff. But you can upgrade engines and brakes and intake systems and you know, better frames and all this stuff as you as you move along. There's like a progression through the single-player campaign mode of this. There's an online mode, all this kind of stuff. But, Brian, the part I haven't shared with you yet is the part I want to talk to you about the most. Do it. Give it to me. The Wreckfest extraordinaire. Give it to me. Part of the campaign was, and this was delightful, uh-huh. you start in a big grassy field, like in the some big barn. It's I don't know what it is. It's a, there's a field next to this barn that's probably five acres of land. Right. And it's all just dirt and grass. And a hundred of you, or whatever it is, I don't know what the total number is. Everybody hops in. This is just AI opponents because uh, it was a single player thing. Maybe this is op- this is this is probably in multiplayer too. But uh, you all spawn in on riding lawnmowers, and you fight <laughs> until one of, everyone's down but you, and it's awesome. Well, there's a timer, so you can get everybody in that timer, or if the timer ends, it'll score everybody based on how they did. 
Um, That's great. Anyway, it's great. It's just you on a riding lawnmower knocking dudes off, flipping their mowers, getting points <laughs> for doing that. The <laughs> physics are cool. The ex- the exploding of stuff is cool. Um, the 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 video I'm showing in the chat is really just a race. I wish I had more uh, here that showed like the actual. I, I guess I could find one. I'm trying to find one that's just like straight up. You know, let's let's all smash our cars and destroy each other kind of mode which is definitely a mode in this game um but oh yeah here you go this is more like it so chad here's this is just look at this people in big piles oh brian if you like that kind of thing this is totally worth it now you have to this the strategy of killing each other is you gotta you don't want to blow yourself up just trying to get everybody else so like you learn how to do good glancing blows or right clipping their front end so that they get flipped over when you you know least expected it or whatever or when they least expect it, but without doing as much damage to your car. Because if all you do is just go for head-ons, you're going to kill yourself, just right. like in a real you know deal. They have life so does it, bars. When, when you when you yeah. when your car is destroyed, do you stop there, or do you like respawn? What's the what's the what's the penalty for destroying your car? There are modes where you can just kind of keep going forever if you if it wants, uh, or you can uh i think in the default modes like in the single player mode you're just dead you're done and it gives you a rank right. based on how you did and and you move up through the ranks based on that there's leveling up leveling up unlocks certain car abilities like upgrading your engine or upgrading your gas tank or your fuel valves or you know stuff that gives you better acceleration or whatever right right and it's there's something just stupid satisfying about ripping through this place mm-hmm. in the nastiest ugliest jalopy car you've ever not you've ever owned ever and and making a mess of everything so i am going to thumbs way up for Wreckfest. i'm not super deep in i'm in enough to have gotten i think to level six uh you have leveling and uh between races that stuff works itself out but um i only have one complaint and that is that the game the in-game music makes me want to die i hate it i freaking hate it (laughs) And it's all like screamo death metal. Ooh, for, that's even better. That's uh, the kind of stuff you want when you're playing no, a game like Wreckfest. No, give me like '90s alternative or something. And these are obviously Rick songs Fest. nobody they easily got licensed to because none of this is like popular stuff. It's all like garage bandy shite. I hate it. Right. It's not good. So if you, so you were lucky enough to get a developer code. Now this this game, according to uh, is there any deal has has mostly stayed around $38 and above since it took on the proper name before it became, uh, when it was next yeah. Wreckfest, it was it was a different price schema. But currently, the lowest I've ever seen it, historically low, was $14.99 on Steam. Mm. But that was only like one time. Like, like so it must have been like some super deal. So this is a... This is a premium game. Probably like a it. probably a launch sale or something because they yeah. um they just came out of early access. It's it's finished technically. Um, I haven't had any problems with it. No glitches or bugs. No locks. No weirdness. Uh, I think it's awesome. I'm totally into it. The music really sucks. So I would I would actually recommend. Uh, I don't know if it lets you do custom music. It might. I never played around with that. There might be an option to play oh. your own music. I don't know because a lot of I games miss do that. Games that allow you. I miss games that used to really you know really go into that they used mm-hmm. to really buy into allowing you to you know point to your mp3 library and play music of course now everything's a service mm-hmm. so you know 
that does anybody let you hook up to Spotify and that kind of stuff? Because that's mostly how most of her listener music now. Right? That might so, work. Yeah, I don't know if this does. I mean, if this did, it would be really cool because the music, the basic music, really blows. I mean, it's okay right. if you're into that stuff, fine. But it's already chaos. The engines are screaming. You know, it's it's already bananas. And in the background, you got a guy going. It's like we too much. You can't you, you can't turn it down. It's usually like I mean, most modern games have. Uh, yeah, I know, turn it down all the way to zero. It's off. We're not listening it to is it still anymore. Playing? No, oh, it's okay. off. I've turned oh. it off. It's done. No more music. And they have an option where you can have just have music playing the menus and not in the game. That's probably right. good enough. But I turned it off everywhere. I'm playing. I'm playing a game with zero music in it right now. Nice. That's well, just that's the way it's going to be. Anyway, it's really good. It makes me wish this was in other places. And maybe it will be. Maybe they have console plans because I think console players would get a big kick out of it. I'm playing it with a controller, an Xbox One controller, and it's great. And, um, yeah, if you like driving games, Wreckfest, baby. I like that. I like driving games. And Wreckfest, I haven't had – it sounds a lot like, to me, the kind of fun I had with Flat Out 2. Uh, I do like – Flat out I like that a good competitive, game. Yeah. destructive uh, <laughs> play because let's face it, I I'm okay with with race games. I I play my fair share, but nothing makes me angrier than having to be careful. Yeah, I don't like I don't like being careful. It's like oh, we gotta take this turn and you gotta get it just right to the angle. You don't want to for the maximum forward momentum. You gotta stay out of the grass and you can't mm-hmm. if you rub anybody, you'll you know it'll slow you down to almost a stop. No. Yeah, that's why this game's great because it not only encourages you to rub against somebody in in your words, uh, rubbing's and, racing, and you want to you want to tear them a new hole the best you can. But also, there is control issues. The like I said, the ground's muddy and rocky and bumpy and all yes. that. There's one track where the middle of it, if you're doing really well and you're way ahead of everybody, you're passing them almost like in a lane that's right next to each other. But it's a dirt lane with no divider, and there have been a couple of times where. Because they're all fighting in a scrum over here, and I'm ahead with like me and two other guys. One of them will like clip the back end of somebody, come flying into our lane, and destroy us. Like it's super uh, chaos that way. Really cool physics and and stuff you never expect. So there's a real intensity to it, but it's also arcadey. There are settings to say, well, I want this to feel just like driving, and also I want the damage to be 100% realistic. So if I lose my front quarter panel and my tire is all goofed, well, you're gonna feel it. You can play that way if you want to. I option I option for the for the setting that is just normal, and the normal setting right. is more of a, a hit point system. So you can really mangle your car up. It, it's just a matter of you're okay until your hit point system's dead. But there there are ways in there for those who like punishment to go way further than that if they want to. Um, I don't know if that's for me, but I like the range. It's nice. The dirt games have been good that way as well. They'll let you kind of you know find your little happy place. So uh, it's cool. Thanks, you should, Bob you Ross. You get it. Hey, Brian, tell me, tell me about Claire, the extended cut. Right. Okay. We're talking about Claire. A couple of things. I I I peeked back in on Jalopy, and I I I did a little bit of uh did a little bit of Twitch streaming, but I didn't have my mic on. So I, when I went back and watched the video, people were like, "Hey, Brian, say something, Brian." And I'm like, "I was saying stuff, but you didn't hear it." Mm. Uh, Jalopy, check it out. That's a that's a that's just the opposite of Wreckfest. Actually, XCOM Two is the opposite of Wreckfest. Yeah, I'm glad you got to play it. Right. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Man. So back to Claire. Claire Extended Edition. My PlayStation Plus games for uh, this month have not kicked in. They kick in later this week. Uh, so I decided to peek back into the things that I got before that I never played. And Claire Extended Cut was just what I was looking for. Plus, 
it was only like an 800 megabyte download, which is super small. This is a uh, this is a horror kind of adventure exploration game. Uh, old school graphics, playing, right? Like a like a like a old graphic is, looking it is deal. Super, yeah, it is super pixelated, but it's not like it's not like oh, I've seen this pixelated kind of games before. No, it's more like a modern pixelation. This intentional. Uh, the the sprites are very large in comparison to what you might have seen in some older games. Uh, so it's it's a like I said, it's it's a horror game, and you start out in your room, and you're having this dream. And there's this dialogue popping up, and it's like the Care Bears are talking. What? But but they're they're playing music from like like this off brand Gummy Bears music. You remember Gummy Bears, right? So yeah. don't confuse don't confuse Care Bears and Gummy Bears. Uh, but that's the way this game starts, and it's you're already getting kind of oh, I'm getting a little bit of nostalgia feel here. It's a little it's it's got this pixelated game uh, ex- exploration game. And the way you explore is you go into a room and it's just flat across and you, you can scroll, you can go back and forth across the room with your character, Claire, who's like about a, t- it's a teenager. Sure. And uh, when you get to certain parts of the room, there's usually doors or cabinets that you can open and get into. So there's this very two dimensional plane that you're, you're going back and forth across. But if you pop into map mode, which is over the top, you're actually got all these horizontal and vertical areas that you can explore and you can kind of see where you're at, which is kind of disorienting at first. Mm. I had a little bit of trouble navigating because I was like, okay, I'm in a room and I see a character on the screen. I'm going left and right, but I need to go north. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. 2.5D, so, yeah. they call it sometimes. Yes, they yeah. do call that 2.5D, and I'm not the greatest at it, but I just, I just kept hitting that little bumper button and bringing my map up and getting back in. Claire... Uh, starts out at home in a nightmare looking for her parents, who she can't find, apparently have absentee father. But she wakes up for reals. She's in the hospital. She's been sleeping on the couch. Her mom is apparently very sick, very ill. She is in the ICU. And almost immediately when she gets up, the lights go out. And she's going down to get coffee, but she's okay with going and walking in the dark and stuff. I don't know why. But uh, she goes and gets coffee, and then all this weird crap starts happening. She gets all of a sudden she gets sucked up, and the screen goes wonky. And the next thing you know, you're like, "Did you ever see Extro? You saw that that movie, right?" No, but it, what you're describing okay. sounds a little like the old Silent Hill games. But maybe I'm making the si- wrong that's, comparison. That's a, that's a good comparison, Silent Hill. So suddenly you're like you're like underneath this meat flesh creature that's attached to the ceiling in one of the hospital rooms and it's been attached to you and you get away and you run man for a game that is 2.5 this is a pretty intense game i was i was literally jumping and i think part of the reason why i was is because it's so dark the whole time it's very you know amnesia like it's just you, you can't really see what's going on and the the music and stuff is very effectual why is it uh, so is, is it effective as a 2d game to actually make you scared or nervous like it does actually work in that way because it seems believe like it or hard. not i did not think it would be possible but i found myself very anxious i don't believe scott i don't believe you could play this mm. you are not into the creepy games no i don't do games, well scott. i have to turn on the lights on i get weird i go to bed early <laughs> i don't like it i don't, I don't like think it. you could do it so yeah. anyway you're 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 exploring the hospital uh and what you're really exploring is your loss 
oh. of your, you know, of your father and your mother's who's sick and your your childhood and is is a bigger story here. I didn't get completely through with the story, but it's not that long a game. If you go to howlongtobeat.com uh, and look this game up, Claire, uh, it's not that long to the beat. The sounds are scary. Um, Listen to this. Oh, yeah. It's like she's in some kind of dog space, and there's, like, whispery voices from ghosts that are there. It's, right. So there, there are all these ghosts, and the screen occasionally will go, like, you know, dick. You know, it'll just, like, jagged edges and everything, and... Uh, the, the places you get to explore are an abandoned pediatric ward, the abandoned hospital, because there's no nurses or doctors you can find. Uh, and there's also, she goes kind of back in time where she has a memory and she's at uh, the, the dog pound. And that's where she's getting her dog, who is actually uh, assisting her uh, in this quest to uh, figure things out. And she's lost some memories of, of her childhood and she's trying to put it all back together. And uh, that's what kind of drives the story. The other thing that drives the story is, did you ever see Spirited Away? Uh, yeah, the one where the that big black creature throws up furniture all the time. Yeah, yeah. so you know the big black <laughs> creature. So you're getting chased around the entire while you're while you're doing this, while you're trying to explore the different areas. There's like like there's like fleshy meat things coming out of the walls in certain places, and they'll they'll hit you and they'll kill you, and you have to start back over from uh from a certain checkpoint. Uh, but there's also a, a guy just walking around. He's really tall, and he's like got a black robe on. He's got like the the, the little white face mask thing, and he's like he'll just he'll just start chasing you for some reason. And you yeah. just you just like running, and you're trying to open doors. You'll jump in a door, and you'll open another door, and you'll you'll just try to run around. And next thing you know, you're like you know twenty tiles over from your place where you were supposed to be at. Uh, so it's kind of an effective game considering it's a 2.5 horror game. Yeah. I uh I I kind of I enjoyed it. I played it a little longer than I thought I would. This looks like it's going to freak uh, me the hell out. I don't know if I can Yeah, go with it. I don't think you could play this. You don't like I said, you it's it's amazing that this could do this be so effective. It, but it does also have a little bit of uh of that survival mode because one of the when you pop up your screen to to look to see what you have yeah. in your supplies. We yeah. have batteries for flashlights, that kind of stuff. It also shows you uh, how your health is. It has a little heart symbol, and it'll show you, you know, if you've been beaten up a couple of times. It also shows you how scared you are. Mm. And uh, so, you know, it, it affects how oh, you do things. Oh, wait, do you have a fear? There's a fear meter, and if I and if I have yeah. a, is it gonna? And if I don't um, manage my yeah. fear. Well, but it's not. No, F it's that. Not, not interested. Sign me it's, off. It's, not gonna no, play no, it. No, no. It's 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 there, but it's not very important. Okay. I mean, all right. It's 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 an effect that it, it's a little bit of management, but not much. At least not to the part that I got to. Uh, I I I thought it was all right. It, it was not. I didn't have to manage it much. The biggest thing was trying to flip back and forth towards that overhead map, going <laughs> where am I at? I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so, do you hold on though? And, is it is it? So it's not level. It's not like uh, don't starve levels of managing your fear or your paranoia or whatever. No, okay, heck no, right. no, nowhere near that. It's okay. just uh, feel better already. to to uh, to run and sprint and to and to be the most effective you. Uh, you just it's mostly just for story purposes. I don't even know if I, I couldn't even really tell my character was getting slower or faster or having more yeah. trouble. There was a little bit of breathing going on, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, how far but did you get? Are, like you, said, are you done with it? Are you going to finish it, do you think? I'm a, I'm a couple hours in. I should have no trouble finishing this. Let me see again how long to beat. 
I believe I had it pulled up, and now I've lost it. You know, How Long Curious. to Beat is a very different website for some people. I'm just saying. Yeah, How Long to Beat Up the Thing. So mm-hmm. uh, the main story is three hours. So oh. I'm pr- I was I was getting pretty close. Okay. I should be able to finish this up this week. I, I don't think I'm going to discover much anything new. Uh, I mean, those absentee father. I have a little brother who I haven't seen since I've been in the hospital. My mom is sick. She's probably terminal, most likely. I'm sure I'm going to get some uh, story uh, reconciliation on that, but I don't I don't see anything probably breaking out too new unless I'm being chased by my little brother. Maybe he's the big giant ghost. Oh my gosh. Claire, That's scary. Right. That's scary. But but oh the one thing that, that's kind of fun is uh when you go to different areas and stuff, uh, you'll there'll be TVs and they're all playing uh that Care Bears weird theme song, gummy bears theme song going on. So there's a little bit of tie in there too. Yeah. Little Ch- Fred, Ch- little, Ch- little Freddy Go ahead. Chat room saying that I should be, uh, see, the Wraith says, uh, how about Resident Evil 7 in VR? I played Resident Evil 7 non-VR and couldn't finish it. How do you think I'll do in VR, guys? Oh, my gosh. This, that game scared the sh- I think I still got a little pee coming out from that game. It scared me <laughs> Which so is it? bad. Pee or poop? I, well, a little of both, Brian, if you want the truth. Right. Uh, I got as far as I could, and I had somebody watching while I did it, and I streamed it. And I thought that would help. Uh-uh. It still gave me weird nightmares. I don't like that old man in that house. They're all eating like dead dead people. The grandma's still alive, it turns out. Oh, uh, Resident Evil 7. That game, I'm really glad that they've Resident Evil found their footing and made a really rad new entry in the series, and I think it bodes really well for the future of that thing. But damn it, right? I don't want to play that anymore. I can't well, do it. Cl- Claire on the PS4, uh, like it's not like gory. Yeah. It's just intense. I, I I literally had to get because it was lowly lit, uh, and most of the time it was because I wasn't picking up the batteries I was supposed to. It's kind of on me because mm. I was supposed to picking up batteries so I can see the flashlight, sure. so I can light the flashlight, and I couldn't see. Yeah. And so I had to use my lighter, which I imagine got really hot. Yeah. And uh, so I had to get really close to the TV, and maybe that in, you know affected me a little bit more being like two inches from the screen. Here, do you want to hear? This is okay because they're asking for it in the chat, and because oh, you're asking for it, buddy. Here's me, uh, me yelling in the game. Okay, here we go. Oh shit! Freaking frick! Oh my gosh! That was me. That was real. How about this one? Somebody was trying. No, to- not that. Oh my gosh! I did it with my stump. Ah! That's those. That's real. That's me playing mm-hmm. Resident Evil. So you turn you literally turned into a chicken. Yep, here's another one. Oh, literally. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done blowing your ears out. I can't do oh, it. So I can't fun. freaking do it. Those games I, I've told the story how I was playing on my old rickety rickety freaking PS1. I'm playing the original um uh, Silent Hill and there was this place I was in this prisony place. And I heard some chains shaking around, and I said, "That's it." I put the controller down. I turned the, I, I hit the button on the power, popped out the disc, threw it in the other side of the room, went upstairs, left all the lights on, got into bed, and couldn't go put the dogs out. I was so nice. freaked out by that game. So it's always been a problem with me. Just can't do it. I'm a big puss. Now, if this stuff happened in real life, man, yeah. I'd be ready to go. I'd be all like, "All right, you take the hatchet. I'll get the gun. Before we finish, we'll be done." You know, and then, but but in, in games Until afterwards, then you would, yeah. Then yeah. I'd melt. Then I'd have a meltdown. Exactly. Right. You know me. You know what's up. Now was that Resident Evil Seven that you were talking about that you were screaming at? This yeah, game? that was, was all that... Resident Evil Seven that I was screaming. How about this one? <laughs> I'm gonna die. 
That's that's from RE7. Yeah, that's when you peed your pants. Yeah. How about this one? <laughs> it does. It sounds like the it sounds like the, you know the uh what's the well hold on. What's Jeff Tremaine and those guys, the 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 um the jackass guys, their production company? Oh, what's it yeah, called? yeah, yeah, yeah. Something uh, cock. Jack or, Hole? No, no, no. Uh, what is it? Cock, uh, cock hole or something. Cock hole, right. Something like that. It's like that, but it's, it's got a rooster, and at the end it goes, yeah. ah! I feel like that's the sound it makes. It's <laughs> exactly the sound. You know what? Now uh, I got to play Resident Evil 7. Now I got to see it. if I can do it. I could do this. I have an MPS4. I have I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll put it in the yeah, mail. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I, I'll go get it from out in the garage. Yeah, I'm currently, and, uh, so currently it surrounded by candles and a freaking uh, demonic <laughs> symbol, and I'll, give it, I'll, I'll take it out of its stasis and send it to you. It's <laughs> not a problem. All right, uh, moving over to the other thing I've been doing. Now, y'all going to hear this and go, Scott, really? You're going to talk Scott. about this, really? It's 2018. Are you really going to talk about this? Yes, I am going to talk about this. Guess what happens in one Earth week from tomorrow, Brian? What do you think happens? Ooh, one Earth week from tomorrow? Mm -hmm. uh, is a new World of Warcraft maybe something? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What's going on? Well, you would be correct. If, if by new World of Warcraft you meant a new expansion to the venerable MMO franchise, the World of Warcraft uh, is indeed... Ah! coming out uh it's called battle for azeroth and uh i have been playing the, all the pre-patch stuff so they launched a load of of uh story load <laughs> they launched a load uh there's a load of story content there's it's called the war of thorns and they've been piecemealing that out over the last couple of weeks like one week you'll get a chunk of the story next week you get another chunk um, they also had a bunch of daily quests that you could do and keep getting better gear. And it's been great. I've been getting better gear almost every, every day for all my characters. Uh, the bug is back. I'm completely ready. I cannot wait. I'm stoked. This happens every time there's a new expansion. I get excited. Um, I play a lot of Warcraft all year long, but it's right around this, this expansion cycle that I get like yeah. really, really cranked on it. So, uh, what's the new one called? This called battle for Azeroth. Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, right. which is it's kind of like their way of saying, hey, remember back when Warcraft was all about the orcs and the humans and fighting? Yeah. And they're like, let's do that again. And and so they're kind of they're bringing it back. It's less about space demons and the stuff they've done, you know, like with Legion and other recent installments of the game. And uh, anyway, I don't want to go too much into it because it's I mean, again, it's wow. It came out in 2004. I'm still talking about it all these years later. Because uh, it continues to impress me. I continue to have a great time with it. I think the gameplay loop's amazing, and Blizzard's awesome. And even if you left WoW because you thought, it's not as good as it used to be, well, do what you got to do. I can't help you. But I love World of Warcraft, and I really like where they're taking this. And so far, I'm into it. So that's a week from tomorrow. That'll be out. If you are playing, uh, look for Gurp and Henry, and uh, also Fleener. He's a, he's a mage, and he's a panda. And I also got a, a, a an orc warrior named Kickers, and uh, he's a pretty good time. So anyway, we, we've talked about it a million times in the show. World of Warcraft is not me usually, and the reason why is because I am a. I don't like to play the games. I get a little obsessed. All right. Yeah. No, so I, there. I get World it. Warcraft. I get I get obsessed, and then it's the only thing I play. Yeah. And that's just not. And that's conducive. what they want you to do. 
So right. I understand completely. I take a lot of breaks and do other things in games, and I know you do too. We, I, I, I'm definitely one of those guys that doesn't want to play one game and that's it ever. It's just not interesting to me. However, if, they, if you are going to do it, there are worse places to do it, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, you'd like this. In lead up to all of this, I thought it'd be fun to go do some achievements, some things I just didn't have with other characters. So for my mage, for example, I didn't run any old world dungeons or raids because I didn't have this character back then. Like I'm talking like vanilla 04 to 06 era of World of Warcraft. Mm. And so I took uh, my mage, Fleener, the panda. Um, Fleener, Fleener. And uh, took him in to do your favorite <laughs> dungeon of all time. Oh, God. Do you remember the name? Yeah, Wailing Caverns. How can Wailing, I forget Wailing Caverns? Wailing Caverns is correct. I even saw the very spot your cow fell and never came out of. Uh, like about, there's like 30 skeletons down there. Torin <laughs> Hunter Skellingtons. It's just me. It's all me. It's just you hanging out down there. You and your corpse. And uh, it is real good uh, to see that stuff again and just have some fun in there and walk out with a bunch of gear I'm never going to care about. And they've got this new transmog system. So I've been going around finding old things. But the, I guess what I'm saying is the virus is back. And I can't stop yeah. uh, playing it each every day. I got to get in, do my stuff, do my little dailies, and well, I'm not coming back until they bring my uh, WinApp plugin back, where I can listen to my uh, MP3s. Yeah, while in uh, in World of Warcraft, and I want to I want to take the task or quick fastidious in the chat room and says you lose me at Panda. Here's here's the thing: when they announced in 2011, Miss of Pandaria was the new expansion after after uh, Cataclysm. Everybody. Not everybody. A lot of people are like, pandas, lame. I don't care about pandas, whatever. They freaked out. That ended up being one of the best content pieces they ever made. Maybe one of the best, if not the one, if not the best. It's right up there for me, expansion-wise. It was awesome. And the lore behind the pandas, the the kinds of uh, uh, the places you'd visit and see in that in that zone, amazing it turned out to be you know i super I, rad i think what happens is everybody always underestimates pandas like i always think i'm the same way i'm like when i hear the when i hear panda i'm like you mean those lazy no good good for nothing you have to you have to basically make them have sex and they eat the bamboo and if they don't they'll die ah! mm -hmm. but yeah they're always they're they're fun for material though they always end up being like i love it yeah it's really kung good fu, oh. kung fu panda it's good. I yeah. liked it. No, it's a fine film. Listen, there's nothing wrong with a panda. Pandas are cool. But in World of Warcraft, they made them even cooler. They were very cool. It was a great way to bring in kind of a an Asian uh, feel to everything, which the game hadn't had previously. There was just great lore, great characters, emotional stuff in there. Like, it was, it was way better than anyone gave it credit for. And so that's why I have a panda. I played that expansion and went, oh, my gosh, these guys are great. And I, ra yeah. I, I race changed. From whatever I was before, yeah. I think he was undead or something. I ra I paid 25 bucks to turn an undead guy into a freaking panda. Aren't you the same guy that has a hangup about llamas in video games? Aren't you that same guy? Is that you? No, I don't want. They're fine. I don't like that they're. I don't like that when it's a meme. That llamas can be in nah. games all they want, but when people are like, hey, drama llama, like the internet, get it? I hate that in video games of any kind. I don't like when they do any meme ish <laughs> bullshit in video games. Like, uh, oh, I can't wait for the World of Warcraft llama expansion. No, I don't want. Llama loving it. It's a bad idea. Llama loving it. You're llama, llama loving it. Okay, great. I'm llama loving uh, it. Breaking news. 
We have some breaking news here from the chat room. It looks like uh, 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 Dead Cells just launched out of early access and is now available as a full-fledged game. Uh, Looks like the... I don't know when the Nintendo version comes out. Is that tomorrow? Anyway, the uh, the Switch is getting it. Consoles are getting it. If they don't already have it, I don't think they do yet. There's a lot of pre-orders going on. But the PC's had it forever. That's where they've been sort of test-betting this thing. And man, Dead Cells is one of my favorite games of the year, period. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, kind of Metroidvania side-scrolling roguelike, but um, that's not doing it enough justice. That game just feels really good and is super hard to put down. Cannot recommend Dead Cells enough. Thank you for that update, uh, Tazoriel, for letting us know. Because Man, I love that you had that. Uh, was that the CBS News thing? Is I don't that remember. What that when, was? What, what was this? That was fun. I, think, I don't know what that was. It may have been like Wild Kingdom or something. I don't remember. No, I, that, that wasn't Wild Kingdom. It was. It had a Wild Kingdom feel to it. That's the reason why it makes me think it was CBS. But yeah. I think that was actually the news thing. It might have been. I don't watch the news. <laughs> he doesn't watch the news. Who is that? Uh, some I kid. That. I don't know. I capture everything. That's how it works with me. I love it. Just got a big old soundboard. You got to show me that one day. Okay. So anyway, so that's enough of that world. Moving on. Crap. Snake Pass. What the hell's that? Snake Pass? You don't know what Snake no, Pass is? No, I know hey. what it is. I've seen it. It's okay. I've seen it. It's all right. You, have you played it? Uh, no. I saw that it was... Uh, where did I see this originally? I saw this somewhere okay, originally, I, and it seemed like it was okay. It looked like a weird platformer where your job is to control a big Slytherin snake, and it seemed uh, weird and new and difficult, but you tell me. But you know what? It's, you're not wrong. It is all of those things and much, much more. So the, the gimmick is... The gimmick is, of course... <laughs> Uh, the movement system. You're a snake, and you're on. It is a platform, but there's not a lot of jumping. There's not. You're just. You're trying to crawl from platform to platform and coil uh, to areas uh, that a snake can get to. Uh, you're assisted by your annoying hummingbird friend. What is your motivation to slither around? Well, apparently, you're a keeper of the gates, and mm. each gate has three gems. At least so far, what I've played. Uh, there's three gems at each gate. And something is afoot, uh, according to my hummingbird friend, uh, who is telling me that the crystals are being either uh, knocked out of their position or being taken. And so each, uh, each level, as you go through, you have to locate uh, the three crystals and return them to the gateway so that you can enter the gateway and go to the next level where you do it all over again. Mm. And, your so job, the- and your job is to just coil on everything. Your right. job is to slither, and it's just like what you think. At first, you're like, oh, dear God, how am I going to learn how to slither like a snake? Because what you basically do, I did this. Well, you could do it with a keyboard, but I, I, I wasn't that brave. I had my I have my trusty controller, and you basically just you hold a trigger button, and you swerve back and forth with your left stick, and you just kind of swirl, and you get, start getting some momentum. And then they say, oh, press A, so you can lift your head up and lift your head up, and then you come up to these poles, these bamboo poles, because this is very... Uh, uh, tropical rainforest, yeah, jungly looking levels and stuff. Sure, yes, all these great looking, uh, you know, all these great looking green, lush areas, and and just oh, it's 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 a beautiful game. Uh, you're by the way, you're like a snake. He's like orange and and blue and yellow. Yeah, what do they call that? That's called a um. Oh, what's that snake? Uh, it's a, ah! I've seen the snake. Ah! I know the snake. I don't know that's. I can't. I know the name. snake too. He's like the he's like the Finding Nemo is. Snake. 
like I'm the humble monthly bundle a few months back. Yeah. Sorry, you cut Why? out. You I did. Cu- you cut out, and it was real. Oh, great. did I? Yeah, you're all right. You're back. You're good now. Again? Am I doing it again? Well, a little bit. Now, tiny bit. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I got it. It. I'm here. I think you're much better now. Yeah, you're fine. I think I I think I got this in the February uh, humble bundle, and uh, I didn't mean to play it. I think there's a VR version as well too. I I swore I'd seen it somewhere, but before I played the VR version, I wanted to get it play it proper in 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 its native uh, in its native PC form. An ER or an ER. A VR version could be really interesting because obviously it wouldn't be uh, through the snake's eyes. It would be more like above him and like you're sort of hovering around in this world, which I always like that. I'm assuming you'd probably do like some like some hand motions to make him kind of slither. It would probably be much more. uh, It'd be much more natural because it's not real natural to make your thumb go back and forth. Boy, I tell you what, man. And you got to hold down the the A just about the whole time. And I had to hold down the uh, front. trigger mm-hmm. the analog trigger and i i swear after about an hour of doing that i was like my my hand was just so sore it was just it's the first time i've ha- had a sore hand in a while from playing a, a playing a video getting game getting the carpo uh, tunnel uh, deal there carpal tunnel tonal yeah yeah Car- carpal tunnel carpal tunnels is it tonal snake tunnel tunnel i like tunnel tunnel i like, I like tunnels so, no it's not tunnel. Pass. what is it it's not tunnel carpal 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 tunnel no it's because tun- it tunnels, there's a tunnel through your. Is it no, tunnel? Carpal tunnel. Is it tunnel? You look that up. You look that uh, up. You're right. About you're pass. right. No, you're right. It's tunnel. You're right. So you come up to these. How you how you get up 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 at areas that you can't get to is you you have to take your snake and you wrap them around loosely on these bamboo uh, poles that are in different areas. Yeah. Uh, and you have to you have to alternate between a, a loose grip and a tight grip and a tight spin. And you coil up around the around the pole, and you just drag right up. And it for it took about twenty minutes for me to get fairly it's like a, proficient at it. It's like a snake, a real snake, the way they have to move. Like a real snake. Yeah. It, but once it, the physics are very, I would say they're pretty good. Physics. I imagine a snake moves and uh, how he would be able to propel himself from one place to the next. That was a lot of fun. There, the stupid little hummingbird guy that hangs out with you. Yeah. He will give you a hand. I don't know why. Because every time I've had him help me, he always ends up getting me killed. Oh. So, right, he'll, he'll offer. You'll be like in an area, and it's like, oh, I'm about to fall. Because that's about the only way you can die is, is falling off uh, these platforms. By the way, each of these gates is, is, is you're, you're floating in the air. So you're on a platform. It's like it's a floating rock up in the air. Mm-hmm. And the uh, only way you can really die is by falling off the edge. And so I'll get to one area, and it's very intense because – You'll be slithering up one thing, and you'll start losing your grip, and you'll start sliding off. Oh no, I'm sliding off! Mm. And uh, and so you can you can summon your bird to come grab your tail, and he's supposed to like you know pick up your back weight so that you can you can manage to wiggle up where you need to be. But every time he just ends up pulling me off, <laughs> and he goes ah. Yeah, nobody needs sure. a friend that's constantly pulling you off. No, pulling me off, but uh, <laughs> the. the uh, but you know, it's it's not all climbing. There's also a trigger. You have to you have to like uh, trigger certain areas. Mm-hmm. So there'll be like there'll be switches you have to grab a hold of, and you have to grab that switch and you have to pull your snake around to a, a another location and get a little bit of get a little bit of pull and tension and just kind of ratchet it up until it clicks. Do you have to get Click. every single one of these blob thing, the blue blobs? You have to. Is that uh, your job? This this is very much in the in the vein of a mobile game in the way that you know you get you either get one star, two star, three stars based on. How much of the level you complete? 
Uh, if you do get all of the crystals, then of course you get a three star, and then you can go back. If you get a three star on that level, you can go back and play at a harder level. Uh, so it is, it is a little bit of mobile. I feel like it would make a great mobile game too. Yeah. I don't know exactly. Well, how you remember, do it I mean, originally that idea was stolen by mobile games. It was already a thing right. in video games, so I, yeah. I don't want to give yeah. them too many too much credit. But but yeah, like uh, that's common. That's super common in games or in uh, mobile yeah. games. Though. So uh, how do you die though? Because pretty much the only way to die so far that I've seen is to fall off, uh, which it it increasingly as you go through levels, it increasingly becomes much more likely because they're always tempting you with things that are just out of reach, uh, and you have to be able to hold and and coil just right to be able to get to them. And while you're trying to do that, of course you fall off and you die and you scream ah. But it looks really nice. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. I usually try to, when I'm playing these games, I've only got so many hours in a week, and so I literally set a, I will set a, an alarm that says, okay, Brian, you've played this game for, you know, two hours. It's time to stop. My alarm went off. I hit snooze because mm. I was still playing. I'm mm. like, nope, snooze. I'm still playing. Mm. Snooze. Mm. Yeah, well, that's good. That's a sign of a quality uh, game experience. So check Stank that pass. out. Well, it was it was it was quite uplifting. Okay, look, I played uh, Claire extended extended cut on the PlayStation Four. Later that day, I played Snake Pass, and oh my god, it was so bright and happy compared to Claire. I was just I don't know. It was it was a great way to end my gaming. I don't day. know why in my head I thought Snake Pass was an ugly game. That's not an ugly game. This looks really nice. It's not. It's a very cute game. The only thing I got to complain about it though is uh, certain, the, you know, the, the camera motion, the outside camera that you can you you swing around to see where the snake is at. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when you get in certain tight areas, you can't swing around, and there's everything's in your way, and you can't quite see where you need to go. Mm. Uh, that can be just a little bit frustrating, but that that camera angle stuff, man, I wish they could fix it. And what's your name Other in this? That, Do you have a name? Is the guy is the character got a name? Uh, yeah, the character does have a name, and they and they they write it a lot, but it's like a Sloopy Snakey McSnakes Snakes the Snaker. Snake. No, it's some Snaking taken. You're taken with the snaking. Snoogle, Snoogle McDougal, the Snake Man. You can make your, you can make your, uh, you you can make your character. Let's see, uh, Slither, Coil and Climb. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember his name. They say it a lot, but I, ba 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 ba. Snakey, you don't care about the story. Pants. Yeah, I don't either. It's fine. It let's looks see. good though. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna eventually play that. I think we gave that away on TMS once. That game. You probably did because yeah. we we get uh we get by the way if you hang around if you're in the chat room hang around because we'll be giving away some free codes. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Some of those things are from the humble bundle. Guaranteed. Uh, all right, I'm going to talk to you next about a game called Fractured Lands, and uh, the oh. reason I'm excited about this is it finally left uh, sort of a beta or very early sort of beta alpha stage. I guess alpha stage. And has now entered into early access and or I guess you could call it beta on uh, PC. Now, I, again, don't know much about uh, how what its plans are for consoles. It seems like it'd be perfect for that. But hey, what if I told you there's a, uh, a video game that's a lot like PUBG or PlayerUnknown's yeah. Battlegrounds or, you know, Fortnite, that whole thing, the Battle Royale business. Uh, but the thing that sets us apart is that 
you you start with a car, a ratty old rusty piece of shit car, and you are in like Mad Max wasteland. What if I told you that? What if I told you it was like in a, a you know, a, a dirty old wasteland with a giant storm coming your way, and your job is to find all these old parts and guns and and stuff and fight your dudes and kill them all before they kill you and be the last guy standing. What if I told you that? How would you feel? I'd say, I would say, how much, Scott? How much? Well, uh, let me tell you how much. Uh, here's a here's a guy running around picking stuff up. You guys can hear this. Okay, he's got a gun. He's going to run back to his car here in a second, I'm sure. There goes some other cars. Okay, here he is. Oh, he's taking a shot at that guy's car. He missed him, probably. Uh, now he's getting uh, he's getting some more ammo. Well, anyway, uh, so the deal with this game is uh, it is what you think it is. It's like, hey, bunch of players enter, one leaves. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the deal. You're you're not doing anything else. Nothing too crazy beyond that. Uh, it is a very cool experience visually so far. Um, it really does convey that kind of like, ooh, you're in Mad Max land and everything's dirty and junky and that's the deal. Yeah, you don't have any clothes either. You're just running around in your underwear, what? and uh, yeah, you got to find clothes and armor and stuff. And um, it's like an old city that's just burnt to shit. And um, <laughs> there's big, uh, uh, what do you call it? Big uh, smokestacks and like industrial looking. Like it was a used to be a some sort of metal plant type thing or something out there, and then you so you're running around that and that stuff's still smoldering, and in the background ominously there is constantly this uh, storm brewing, and by storm and by brewing I mean there is like a big tornado coming your way, kind of like Mad Max. Yes, except in this case the tornado. So you, you know how these other games work where, where the circle just kind of starts to roll in. And if you're caught in the circle, you die. So you, so you keep moving toward the middle of the circle, right? Same right. idea here, except it's a storm. And it's very cool. Like, it looks like a big swirling, like you're in the eye of an awful desert storm storm. Not the, oh, not wait. The, I, did, I, did I get into this beta? Because... Maybe you did. I, 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 I was just noticing. I was like, I was trying to look at it. And it said, oh, oh, what? Oh. I have. Have you? Oh, you should. You should uh, update. Uh-oh. Am I losing you again? I'm like, yeah, your internet's being weird. I'm loading. Page. <laughs> You're back. Are you back? I closed it. I yeah. I made a mistake of opening the page, which is very uh, animated GIF intensive, and for some reason that will pillage Anim- your uh, internet connection. For it some turns reason. out Video- animated. It turns out animated GIFs are not a friend of bandwidth and of CPU. They're no. weird. They're CPU heavy because they're not weird. optimized for streaming. Unlike video, which is optimized for streaming and it does handle it more gracefully. Well Whereas said. animated GIFs want to go. It's like I'm going to load everything. Here it comes. Yeah. Now chat room, you can see in this video right now he's facing the storm. Well, he turned now, but there's this big swirling giant tornado of dust and doom, and that thing is closing in the entire game. So that eventually you're playing your your battle royale thing in a much tighter situation, and uh, this guy's playing mostly on foot. But the way I play it is I try to stay in my car, and there are car parts everywhere. So you'll run around and be like, "Oh, this bumper's got spikes on it, so let's get that," or "This uh, engine will let my gas last longer," or that kind of stuff. And you can upgrade your car to be a much more brutal piece of machinery, and therefore slam into people, wreck their cars, that sort of stuff. 
So it's very vehicle centric. Um, this guy's playing it like PUBG, and that's fine. But and you can do that, which is great because that means your play style will be represented here. Okay, I've said all the good things. Uh, one other thing has cracked me up. I played a game yesterday. Uh, the game is uh, seems to be enough people have it, but getting into a game is slow. There's definitely t- technical is- issues. They're definitely in beta. Like this is not ready for prime time. It's mostly connectivity and sort of you know that kind of stuff. That will get better, one would assume, by the time they launch this thing. But right now, it's it's got issues. Um, that being said, I finally got into a game. Just like my cat. Exactly. Uh, you finally get into a game without the diarrhea, though. There's no diarrhea in this game. No. So well, unlike your cat, there's no constant wet diarrhea yeah, everywhere. Well, that's true. That's, that's uh, so anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so I get into this game. We take off. And I can tell the guy next to me in the car is a real jerk. Because he starts, uh, he's in a motorcycle. Okay, because you can have those two, and he starts slamming into the side of me all over, over and over, just going boom, 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 hitting me, just boom, boom, boom. Really, but maybe me he's off. not a jerk. Maybe he's just you know got some uh, you know got you know got a bad alignment job. Maybe that's one way to put it. But he just keeps slamming me, and I'm like, you jackass! This is seriously pissing me off. So he runs off ahead of me, and I put I hit the brakes and just kind of slow him. Like I'm not going to play this game. I need to get a gun. Just leave me alone. He goes way up in front of me, and he pulls his bike over and runs into a, in a, into a big industrial building to right. get guns and stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to run his freaking motorcycle over. That's what I'm going to oh, do. Oh, road rash. Yeah. So I do that. Um, oh, no. Did you really? Yeah. I not only run it over, but I ran, wow, that is- I ran into it and smushed it so that it was wedged <laughs> under my car. And then I got out of my car and went in there to try to find the guy. I turned the corner. He had a shotgun, shot me in the face, and I died. But now I'm looking through his eyes. Game's over, but I'm looking through his eyes. So I decide to stick around to see what he does about his bike problem. He right. goes outside. He looks at, I mean, all he, I can't hear this guy, obviously, but he looks at the car. He scrunches down and looks at his bike like, how am I going to get this off of this? He gets in my car, starts it up. All it will do is spin. It won't move. It won't get off. And so he tries for like 10 minutes to try to get my car off his bike. Never could do it. Had to leave his bike under my car. It wasn't the kind of win that gets me points, but it's the kind of win I was looking for. I love it. That's my favorite kind of win. Also, it sounds like you were very much Mad Max. If you could have just been, uh, if you could have like tied him up to a truck full of gas Mm -hmm. and uh, gave him a hacksaw and walked off, that would have been That would have been epic. I agree. Uh, right, but I don't. I don't think fractured lands could handle that kind of uh, lawsuit. No, uh, but I like this so far in theory. I think they got a lot of work to do. It's a long ways to go. I experienced a lot of glitch outs and weird, weird lag. Just like you'd expect from a game in beta. It's just so much in beta, and it's it's frustrating because I want the game to be further along than it is. So, right. right. Uh, anyway, it's cool. It's it's got potential. It's got I, I, potential. I, I do want to. I do want to get on this too. Yeah, I I did subscribe. I looked through my email and I did subscribe uh, a while back, and I, I don't know if they ever invited me. I just never did it or what. But yeah, I I have a I'm involved in that at some point in time. Is it still? You say it's still in beta? Has it's it been still in beta? Yet? It's on. Uh, well, it's early right. access, so tech, so people can right. buy it now. I want to say right, it costs. Right. I don't remember. I got a I I got a code forever ago. So it looks good though. It looks good. Twenty four bucks, I think. Twenty four bucks. Oh, no, you can't beat that. That's super cheap. It's not bad. So no. 
Worth checking out. Hey. The, the hope is that the developer will keep pushing and everything will be fine. Right. Brian, tell hey, me about Empire Warriors TD. You know what the TD stands for, right, Scott? Test testicle di dis dysmorphia. Yes, testicle dysmorphia. No, Empire Warriors TD is a mobile game. Uh, I played this one on the iPad. This ain't just tower defense, though. That's your favorite, Scott. Tower defense is also a real-time strategy game set in a fantasy realm. Hold on. So you get a to, mobile you get, tower yes. defense game. You're making me want to go stab myself with a, with a sharp I, object. I know, Scott. I know you're not big into the tower defense. I like tower defense a little bit more than you. One of my favorite all-time games has got to be Bloons. I don't know if you've ever played that before, but that's like... Yeah, I did. A, I hated it just like all the rest of these. Such a, it's like a, such a satisfying popping of balloons if you so like it listen if you like it more than me if you like it at all you already like it a thousand times more than me <laughs> well i gotta tell you i i don't know you might want to give this a try i mean just just for funsies because it's free first of all uh but secondly it is also a a, a real-time strategy game and it's, it's set in a fantasy realm where you're playing as humans and you get to you get to fight alongside elves and fight against orcs and uh, it, there's there's a little bit of there's a little bit of loot boxes of course, but nothing that you go eh. But you know it's there. Also, you get to pick a hero, and he gets to uh, upgrade as you go along. One of the things I think you probably don't like about tower defense is the fact that it just is this endless. And every time you start, you have to start over again. And you have to you know you have to set all your junk up. Mm -hmm. But this one it you allows you to upgrade your hero as you go along. So you have. Uh, you have a, a, a entity that's a little bit higher level. Also, every time you start a new level, as you go further along, they give you more coins uh, to spend to set up your uh, your archers and your barracks and uh, and your mages uh, and and your rock throwers. Uh, so it gives you the opportunity to do that. It's a really good looking game. The 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 characters are real fun because they're super small. I mean, they're like these little bitty little bitty dots, but they got these great big voices, which are really I love. If you're gonna make a, if you can make a real-time strategy game, please make some make repetitive, uh, silly uh, catchphrases for your characters. I always always love why, that. Uh, why does every why do all these characters look? This guy looks like Arthas. This guy looks. Uh, this girl yes. looks like uh, another. Uh, what's her name from World of Warcraft? You, uh, yes. It looks like Thrall yes. is one of them. Like, what's up with that? Yes. What's up with that? Is this is a cute little uh, cartoony arcade version of 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 your favorite fantasy realm type games yeah. is what it is yeah uh so you know i i liked it i had a lot of fun uh i i enjoyed upgrading my my barracks quickly uh and getting right in there and playing and just uh just go you beat a level you go again you kind of learn as you go along it's like oh if i place archers here uh, and then i place my barracks here and upgrade my my barracks and not only not only that some one of the fun things i liked about it you don't just place a barrack somewhere. You can also, you have an attack range with your barracks where you can place a flag. So you can actually place it on a road uh, that's more frequented by the bad guys uh, than, than others. So there's a lot of little controls that make this not just another tower defense game. It's, it kind of takes a little bit further. So it's not just a basic tower defense game, in my opinion. Mm. I thought it was fun, but one, some of the best parts about it is these cute voiceovers that they got. I wouldn't really say cute, but enjoyable uh, voiceovers. And the music is so good. I, when I got through with the level, I walked away and I came back in. I was, I was folding some clothes while I was doing all of this, playing my games. And I, I left uh, empire warriors TD running and I came back in the room 
and the music was still playing. It's just some great background music. It's just this great fantasy fun music that just this thing just, free. You don't pay for this, right? Man. It's like a free oh, play no, deal. Oh no, this is free. This okay. is free. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if you. I'm sure you could pay for something, but it's microtransactions. Yeah, mostly. yeah. You know, you it's your typical if you want to if you want to go a little further, you want to upgrade your hero a little faster, you can do it. But it's not annoying at all. There's really no ads that I've seen so far, uh, and I've I've played a good two hours at least, right. uh, if not more. And so, I mean, it. I I've been very satisfied with with free and not bugging the crap out of me and getting a lot of joy out of it. Empire Warriors TD War of Heroes TD. Uh, Level twenty is what I'm looking at on this on this video. It's called Alliance of the Three Great Races. Yes. Are, are you that far yet? Have you gotten to level twenty? I have not gotten quite to level twenty. I did unlock uh, where I could play tournaments and stuff, and I immediately regretted it because I was not nearly good enough playing against the computer. I was having a good time, uh, but when I went into tournaments and things, I was getting my butt handed to me, no matter what I did. So I'm assuming I just haven't gotten my character's leveled up enough. So the balance may not be there for the tournament yet, but I wasn't frustrated with it. I just popped back in over on my, uh, on my other side. And this reminds me, by myself. reminds me, by the way, there's a, um, uh, city building game. Let's see, do I have it here? I think I do. Uh, that just came out for mobile. It's a, uh, $3 99 cent thing and does not have any microtransactions or ads or anything. Nice. And city Please, builders yes. typically on mobile suck because it's all based on that. But, Nobody ever seems to make one that's just like a straight-up SimCity sort of experience. Right. And I found one. It's called Pocket City. I'm not going to talk about it in too much length because I'm just getting started on it. But it seems like it's everything you guys are wanting as far as that I kind of I thing goes. I think I saw that. Yeah. Let it's cool. See. There's a sandbox City. mode. There's a regular uh, regular mode. you got to manage. You know, It's SimCity. you got to manage your water systems, your crime yeah. stuff, your firefighter stuff, your you know, what buildings, what areas you're going to zone for for uh, uh uh for business or for industri- industry or uh what's what's it called where you have people living that's called people living what's it called you zone Habitats? it for no Zones? You zone it for oh, zoning. Z- residential residential zoning good lord thank you residential um, and it's uh it's really cool and it looks great and is super fun and is is legit like it's a you real know what city, I, uh, city you know zone. what i miss i'm out of all the sim type games that I've ever played, the thing I miss the most is probably the Zoo Tycoon games from Microsoft back in the day. Oh yeah, those are great. Those are fantastic. There's really not really that that level anymore. It's, it seems like they've all skewed to this cutesiness. Yeah. You know, it's like super cute. Zoo Tycoon wasn't necessarily cute. You no. know, it, I guess it could be cute, but it was just I don't know. It was I liked it. Zoo Tycoon, baby. That's Zoo where tycoon. it's at. All right. Hey, look at this. It's the time of the show where we play a little game called It's a Me Mario. <laughs> Guess my game. That's right. We play an old game in front of each other and we try to have the other guy guess what it is. These are just audio clips from games, many of them old. Uh, not always, old. though. Sometimes it could be new. I mean, newish or whatever. But I picked an old one. It's an arcade game. It's from 1990. That's the only hint you're going to get the year and the platform. Arcade, right. 1990. Uh, you'd, you'd swear this was on Genesis and it might have been at some point because the sound chip sounds like it's like straight out of a Genesis but this right. is definitely an arcade game Brian let's see if you can figure it out from either this music or action here it is anything yet no you good nothing yet that I've heard this before 
is kind of the beginning of it. And then you get into the action here. Any ideas? I put a lot I, of quarters flying, in this thing. I'm flying in a ship. I'm flying in a ship, and I'm I'm shooting things. Are it's you ninety? Are, yeah, nineteen ninety. Are you sure you're flying in a ship? <laughs> such I gotta a, be flying in a ship. What else makes that noise? This thing sounds so Genesis. Uh, this is the great arcade game known as Zaxxon Mercs. 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 If you don't remember Mercs, remember find Mercs. an old arcade and play Mercs. Mercs is great. Uh, Mercs is exactly what you think it is. You're a little mercenary Merc man, and uh, they dro they drop you off with a government helicopter, and they send you alone into some you know weird war torn something or other, and you gotta solve solve problems. And, solve uh, problems. Which are good. Pretty sure. I'm just what you doing? I'm just solving some problems. I'm <laughs> pretty sure it supported three or four players, but it may have only been two. I can't remember exactly, but I only ever really played it alone. And it's like any of those scrolling, shooting, pick up an upgrade, dual sticky kind of contra shootery kinda. deals. Yeah, like that. It's you know they yeah. try different like angles on that genre, but they're all kind of the same. But man, I pumped many a quarter into there. Lots of who's on the quarter? Who's who's the president? Is it Jefferson? Ja Currently? Yes, yeah, Jefferson. That's right. I pushed I pushed Jefferson no, through that hole. Yeah, go ahead and push Jefferson's through there. No. Oh, it's Washington. Duh. I pushed a lot of Washingtons <laughs> through that hole. Is what I'm I getting prefer at. you pushing Jefferson's through there. I'd like to see that. That's <laughs> what I like to see. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. But uh, it was good. Just, it was fun. Just dropping some Jeffersons. Yeah, it, it baby. Was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a hell Mercs. of a time back then. Uh, Mercs, check it out in, a, in an old arcade near you. Okay, Brian, I'm going to play yours. I have no idea what this is. Uh, Do it. Here goes. This is my first hearing of this, by the way, so we can see what we think here. stereo going on like uh left ear yeah. right ear stuff i'll give you a little hint oh, yeah give me a hint give me a some... little blast some blast processing from the sega genesis 1995 so this is 95 genesis it was also on the super nintendo entertainment system as well but i mostly remember it from the genesis oh this is familiar hold on Okay, that sounds like some punching. Right. Uh, Streets of Rage, no? No, there was some punching, though. Okay, not Streets of Rage 2 or 1. It was a, it was, it was a beat em up video game from 1995. A Sega Genesis, also uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, and it used the Immortal Combat engine. Hmm. Uh, oh, it did? Weird. And it was an intellectual property, also known as a movie. Oh, was this Street Fighter the game, the movie? The movie, no, the game? I wish it was. Oh, okay. Hold I can't on. use the Mortal Combat on the Street Fighter way. I can't use yeah, that, that Mortal Combat be, there. <laughs> that would have been that would have been a heresy back then. They didn't. Um, they they did have the likeness of Val Kilmer in there. Val Kilmer. This was this Heat. No. Yeah, they had a video game called Heat. No, no it's Batman had, Forever. Oh, Batman Forever. They did have a Heat video game though back then. Oh, did they? Yeah, it wasn't good though. Uh, Batman yeah, Forever. Well, All right. So Batman this was Forever. the Batman Forever. Yeah, it was the Val Kilmer Batman. 
Um, yeah. That actually sounded all right for a Genesis sound chip. That thing usually sounded like garbage, I thought, back in the That's day. Good. But uh, that was all right. Was it fun? I don't remember if it was good. I Well, it's like anything else. Every time you would get it, you would think, oh, intellectual property game. This is going to suck, but I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah. I always have great hopes. And it always starts off like most of those games start off good, right? Because yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> This is kind of like the game. This is kind of like I feel like I'm in the movies. Yeah. It's like, and then of course it it quickly falls apart because most of those things are rushed out the door, and you know the the, the setup is usually good, uh, where they focus most of their attention, and then the execution is uh, poor. Uh, hence the reason why that there's a a documentary on that Atari uh, ET. That, oh that right. Was yeah. Such a poo because it was so. It's a good you know, documentary though. I recommend that documentary. It's fun Great. to watch. Yeah. Great really good stuff. What's that called? It's a uh, uh, Barry. Uh, uh, De- so buried in the desert or something like that buried i think you're right i think it's buried in the desert i think that's right buried in the desert oh it's something like that God, i can't remember names today good documentary though no it is it's really good if you guys don't know about that et thing you should uh, look that up uh all right well that leads us into this time for us to play a little bit of news reporting we have one article i'd like to talk about today and that is the walking dead's negan you know the character negan He's got the bat with the nails in it, and the and the it's wrapped in like barbed wire or whatever the deal is. Spoiler! I guess he doesn't have nails in it. I'm thinking of something else. But he's got it's wrapped uh, yeah, in barbed, barbed wire. It's called it. Lucille. He wears a, a leather jacket. He's kind of a badass. All that stuff. All right. Negan. He has a he has a smiley pin face. No. Way. Yes. Uh, played by guy's name I can't remember. Speaking of Batman, he plays Batman's dad in uh, uh, uh just not Justice League, the one before that. Batman versus oh, he Superman. Did, did he play that? Did yeah. He play Batman Negan again? played his dad in the in the flashback alleyway thing. Yeah, we're, of course we're talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey also, Dean Morgan. Uh, there you yeah, go. He, Nailed it. He's in a lot of things. He's uh he was he was his dad, and then his mom was the girl in also in Walking Dead. Maggie played Maggie. played Batman's mom in the in the in the thing there, which what? is crazy, right? Martha. I know. I know. Martha. Her, her name's Martha. Your name's Martha too. Oh my gosh, we're gonna be bad friends. That movie sucked. Oh my gosh. Okay, look, look. Okay, I I, I give it to you. That moment may have been pretty crappy, but it, the movie itself, I I enjoyed. Uh, I had time. Uh, I had time for enjoyment. That movie's bad from top to bottom. Although, okay, chat room says he's also the comedian from uh, from Watchmen, and that is correct. And Watchmen. That was my joke. Of, that was my joke about the uh, the uh, smiley face button. Exactly, and uh, that movie's pretty good. I like that adaptation. I think it's really good. All right. Anyway, The Walking Dead's Negan is coming to. That's right. Tekken Seven. <laughs> I know. It sounds like the why dumbest te- thing. Why Tekken Seven? What is what? It what? sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, anyway, more characters are coming to Tekken Seven as part of its new season, including the return of veteran Tekken fighters Anna Williams and Lei Wubong Wulong. Excuse me, Lei Wulong Wulong. Uh, but the biggest surprise is a totally new addition, Negan from AMC's television show The Walking Dead. Tekken series director Katsurio Harada and game designer Michael Murray, old Michael Murray, hanging out with old Michael Murray Harada, uh, announced a new season of characters coming to Tekken Seven after the game's final uh, grand finals rather wrapped up at Evo 2018 today. So that happened today. Harada, it was yesterday, even yesterday. Anyway. Harada teased six new characters along with Anna and Lei into the form of video game or sorry gameplay video and ended it with Negan, who was only teased in the form of character art. The three remaining season two characters are not announced yet. Uh, anyway, uh, Tekken Seven, getting <laughs> it's really weird. 
To me, this is a really weird combo. I understand it. Like, okay, so back in the day, was it uh, Soul Calibur 2 and 3? Maybe 3 started doing it. I don't remember which one started this, but one of the Soul Calibur games was like, hey, the Nintendo version of the game on the GameCube, they get Link. And if you're on right. the uh, the uh, Xbox version, you're getting, I think it was Spawn. I think Spawn was on there. Weird. And then if you did the Sony, right. who was on the Sony one? They got a weird character. Was it was it Shaq Fu? No, it wasn't Shaq Fu, but that's how this feels. This may as well be Shaq Fu joining right. the freaking Tekken 7 roster. Um, all of that being said, I have heard nothing but great things about Tekken 7, and I haven't picked it up. And I used to love the Tekken series. It was probably, I mean, of, of the fighting game era stuff that I was into, like Virtual Fighter, uh, Tekken, Street Fighter, all that sort of time, Tekken was always... A, a big favorite. It would go between that and, and Virtual Fighter because I really like those games too. But Tekken, Tekken always Tekken's had a weird awesome. vibe, but it always felt hip. Oh, and it feels yep. and it feels good. And they have a weird story and psycho characters. And yeah. anyway, I've heard Seven is awesome, and I just haven't gotten around to it. I feel like I haven't played a good fighting game in a while. Maybe Tekken Seven's where I jump in. But Negan, man, you're getting your Negan. It's pretty weird. Your Negan. Pretty weird. Get your Negan on. Yeah, get your get your Negan on. Get your uh, Negan on. That's it for that. Let's do a quick. Uh, email, because emails are fun. I like emails. Uh, here you go. Whoops, I didn't play right. All right, that's okay. Hey, uh, I got an email at boopshow at gmail.com. It came to us from Justin from Arkansas. Uh, normal people would call it Arkansas. He says that's this. What I call it. Scott and Brian, I work at a big box electronics retailer. Take a wild guess as to where that would be. There's really only uh, one left. Uh, is it, is it, they sell boxes? They have uh, BB is the... Oh, okay. I would say. I mean, I'm just guessing because he didn't I, say that, that would be a very good guess because there's not a lot of electronic big box stores. No, they're done. Like uh, the, the Circuit City went away. Ultimate mm-hmm. Electronics went away. Uh, uh, World of uh, uh, Pokey Sticks. I don't remember the rest of them. Uh, it was fries. Futures. Kind of stuff, remember but... Futures? That was that was a place. I don't know. Future. Not Futures. Future. Fries? Future Box. You fries? F- no, fries. And there is still a couple of fries around, right? But they're terrible. Micro oh, we Center. Have two. No, our fries is great. Not the one. Have you been to the one in Vegas? You may. Don't ever go there. There's like a cocaine deal going on at the end of every aisle. It's awful. Heck no. We've got great fries over on our side of the of the country. You're making me hungry for fries now. Well fries. Uh, anyway, says I work at a big box electronics uh, retailer. We have been noticing something alarming about physical versus digital pricing. It says here's an example. At work, we sell a physical copy of Watch Dogs 2 for $39.99. That's regular price. But I have seen it on sale for $19.99 a few times. On PSN, a digital copy of the same game, regular edition, not gold or deluxe, is currently on sale for $40.19. Granted, you will have to pay uh, tax for uh, at the physical location. That's also true on PSN, I think. Now, I think you're paying taxes on everything. They're getting there. Uh, But anyway, it says, but a regular price for Watch Dogs 2 on PSN is $59.99. This is just one of the many examples I have seen over the last year. What do you guys think of this pricing strategy? Justin from Arkansas. I've noticed this as well. You know what? To me, it's simple economics. Less and less people are getting the physical copies of things. And because they're doing that, the digital versions are going for more money because that's where the market is moving and they can make it there. The convenience factor is higher. So Brian is more likely to go shell out $59.99 there than drive all the way to Best Buy or somewhere to pick up something for $39. And that's not going to be true of everybody and probably not Brian. He's a bad example. I think you would. Well, go actually, do that. actually, a good example because it, the the larger the game. So if, if a game is you know fifty gigabyte download, if I if I choose to 
purchase it digitally, that's going to cost me time. Right. Whereas if I go get the physical game, that might save me a good day or two. Right. And it's also important to note, I think, that this is a case of uh, this transition to digital is happening, whether we like it or not. Yeah. And one thing that uh, publishers, developers, and and everybody in the chain have complained about for decades now is video games have not gone up in price and followed normal yeah. inflation rules. Everything else has some inflation to it and costs more. You're going to go see a movie. You used to pay 5 bucks. You used to pay seven fifty. Now you're paying eleven fifty. Like, it goes up over time. Video games, for whatever reason, uh, people don't want to spend more than fifty nine ninety nine for a video game. Right. And, and, that's, and to me, it, it makes sense because when you're talking about percentages, if you say, oh, movie tickets went up, you know, almost 200%. Well, 200%, you know, of what it used to be $7 and now, you know, $12, $14, you know, I, we, we can live with that. But if you went, oh, video games are no longer, uh, you know, $50 or $100. Right. Eh, then you start going, ooh. Yeah, something's weird about that. There's a, there's a break in people's heads for that. So here's what right. they're doing. They have the physical versions on sale a lot and they're a cheaper price because they're having a harder time moving those. So that's mm -hmm. to help move those. They have the higher prices on digital and they stay there for the most part, with the exception of, you know, sales and things once in a while, because they can, they're because that's where things are moving. So they'll sell way more copies that way. Also, they don't have the same overhead that they had for the physical releases, which means right. in effect, they're finally getting more money, more profit and margin without charging more for the game. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So they're not having to charge 75 or 80 to get the margin back. Now they're selling digital at the same price as physical would normally be, and, and they're and they're making that money back up that way. So they're getting their economic, inflation the back the, the, through the back door. It's, it's kind of my weird. my economic mind agrees with you. My my heart in in nostalgia of having physical media uh, is is saddened that that day and age is is leaving. It is slipping away, but I'll tell you what: when it died for me was when they quit putting cool manuals in with their games. Now I. A physical uh -huh. version means nothing to me now because they don't come with a cool breakdown right. of weapons or how to play the game or some cool art. Like that used to be standard in everything. And I would, before I'd even play the game, I'd get home, I'd unwrap that Genesis game and I'd go sit in the toilet and read that manual. <laughs> Man, Atari's, look, if you look at Atari art and books that came with their games, they're leagues above mm -hmm. the actual video games themselves. Yeah. Because the video games were, you know, just poo dots. Whereas the you know the the art was like wow I can't wait to play this this is amazing yeah no it's real good so I miss that I miss those days but I also well have, you, can, I you have, can still I I you know you still can get the special edition stuff and yeah, you, you yeah, get all yeah. kinds of cool that's stuff true there, you can you, totally you go nuts yeah you absolutely right. will and you'll pay a premium and all that stuff's great and that's usually how this stuff goes what I'm saying is despite my missing those days a little bit for those reasons. I have fully, I've embraced our future. I don't buy yeah. retail games in boxes anymore. And the only exception is occasionally a Nintendo game because we, those are always weirdly on sale through Amazon and you get extra right. stuff and it makes a lot of sense to buy that way. But they're kind of, they're kind of the one exception. And even then I'm still mainly digital on that platform. Well, um, you know, the other, yeah. the other time I purchase uh, hard copies is when, when Christmas comes around, it's always easier to, or more satisfying to hand somebody a yeah. physical gift and let watch them open it versus, you know, 
Here's your digital code. Here's your stupid Steam card. Yeah, this Whatever. is no the, the the digital future is no good for gifts and kids. I mean, it's okay for them to have their games, but it serves me well as somebody who likes to consume this content yeah. and just grab it. Oh, 15 bucks for this indie game. I got it. I'm done. It's downloaded. I didn't go to a store. I'm just playing it. Uh, it's working for me. And I don't have stacks of crap. I don't have shelves full of stuff. Some might say, well, then you don't really own it. You're just sort of renting it. I guess so. I don't know. I'm getting out of it what I'm going to get out of it. And I'm not having to buy a freaking that, storage container. That's a, that's a weak argument because uh, technology uh, advances so that you're really only renting it. Because if you bought a movie in you know on videotape, it's useless at this point. If you bought a, video, a movie on DVD, it's comparatively useless. If you buy it on Blu-ray, it's going to be pretty soon. It's going to be right. useless. You can buy so stuff on like goodoldgames.com and have the um what's it called the drm stripped out which means you don't have to have their platform to play it which means right. in theory you could transfer it around and use it for other things but at the end of the day it's all ones and zeros and you just have to change the way you think about it i'm the same way with movies and stuff i don't buy blu-rays and dvds anymore like wh- who's doing that a lot of people apparently but yeah. i don't who is doing that yeah who, who is, would do oh, look at you oh, oh gosh ooh, look at stack stacks of them right there bro <laughs> Why do you have them all right there? Just, why are they right there in front of you? Oh, I had a, I had a friend of mine who uh, purchased a new TV yesterday, and he was looking for some movies, and I told him I would take a picture of a few that I had in my office. I got about um, probably about 100 more inside. I just had these sitting around. I said, oh, I better grab these before I go inside. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I still like, once again, you know, where I live, uh, 20 meg down, 1.5 meg up is the maximum I can get. And considering that I have so many devices yeah. attached to my network, a uh, lots of times uh, Blu-ray, if I really want to watch something of high quality, because I could, I got, I got ultra high definition on my Voodoo and stuff, but not if my bandwidth sucks. In which case, I'm just basically watching less than DVDs. No, so, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. For me, it it works out well. But you know, once once that technology gets here, where even in my remote location that I can uh, stream everything, it it at high quality. It's also a combination of things for me. Like PlayStation Networks is slow and is terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like downloading stuff is ridiculous on that platform. So I am less. How do I put this? I'm getting a PlayStation game unless I remember to pre-upload it days before release or something. Then I'm annoyed because it's like, ooh, I can't make the impulse purchase that I want and just have it there in a second. I want God of War. Boom. If that was Steam or something else or even Xbox it'd be down four times over by the time Sony finally has it down. So it annoys me that they, that's a piece of the puzzle for me that is important to this. Without this, then my tone changes. I'll go to Walmart and buy your 40 gig game because it's too slow at home, but I have enough bandwidth here, like a PC version of a game. It's down in 10 minutes or less. Yeah. Usually it doesn't bother me with my PC games, but I'm with you with PlayStation. I I bought my last two uh, PlayStation games. I bought them physical. Copy, mm-hmm. uh, God of War uh, in Detroit, uh, because I did not like the idea. I looked at the downloads first to see how long it was going to take, and I was like, uh, nope, I want to no. play this sometime this weekend, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to play it before the sequel comes out. That'd be great. Right. Uh, anyway, there's that. Hey, thanks for the email, Justin, from Arkansas. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that was it. a good one. That I, was awesome. You have fun at that big box store. If you see any deals, let me know. Yeah, if you see any deals, you let us know. Over there at the quote-unquote big box store who will remain nameless. If you want to send your own emails to us, boopshow at gmail.com. We are out of here. Don't forget the website, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. 
boopshow at gmail.com on twitter at boopshow brian's at the brian dunaway i am at scott johnson and you can find the show at boopshow like i mentioned boopshow.reddit.com for some good reddit fun if you're into such things so go check that out as well i think that's going to do it for brian and i next week a whole bunch more stuff so come back for another edition of the boop show then and we'll see you then everybody Ah! bye now This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.